0: Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations, and not much is off-limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Extraordinary Women podcast, I'm Sherry Harmel, founder and editor of the Extraordinary Women magazine. The must-have digital magazine for women looking for inspiration, tips, and support to create their fabulous next chapter and make their dream ideas happen. In both the Extraordinary Women magazine, As well as this podcast, I share stories of women who are not celebrities, but real women like you and me, who have chosen to create and live lives of true authenticity and with a passion and a focus on doing, making, and creating. But the magazine itself has much more than interviews. And like this podcast, it also has coaching tips, some ideas, insights, and even a dose of inspiration to help you to create your amazing and extraordinary next chapter, project, or business. Life is short, so let's get started by making this year our best ever. Well, in today's episode, I want you to imagine that you're a trapeze artist. Okay? Sounds a little bizarre, but just go with me here. You climb up the ladder to the platform and you stand there ready to jump from the platform and grab that first bar. You can see it and your timing is perfect as you leap from the platform and grab that first bar. Now you're in the air, you're swinging back and forth, waiting for the perfect time to move your body to the second bar. You watch, you feel, and then you propel your body forward and at just the right time, you let go. Now you're in the air, readying yourself to grab the next bar. The air between leaving one bar and grabbing the next is my metaphor for today's conversation. Transitions, reinventions, action, all take place in that space between the bars. And how you handle that space really can make all the difference as to how successfully you will grab the next bar. That, my dears, is how launching a business feels. Now, before you switch channels and wonder if I've lost my mind, let's talk about this. First, on a trapeze, you have to let go of one bar and then you'll hang in the air a bit before you grab the next bar. And that's what starting a business is sort of like. You probably have a very clear idea of what it is you want to start. But trust me, it will always, always change. Every single entrepreneur I know, I have spoken with, I have interviewed, began with one idea in mind and over time, It morphed into several different versions until it finally landed on what you see as today's successful business. But what about that air between one bar and the next? When you watch a trapeze artist, they make it look effortless, don't they? It doesn't look like the trapeze artist is doing much of anything. They're just floating, and yet they're hard at work to make sure that they gracefully and successfully grab that next bar. Well, the same for your business or the dream that you've gotten started on. You too will find yourself in the air at certain points. You'll be in that space between what you imagined and even planned for and what that next version of your business is going to be. And just like the trapeze artist, to grab that next bar with grace... You have to be willing to practice patience. You have to accept that you won't be successful probably in your very first attempt. You'll learn to be flexible and open to possibilities, be open to input, or even coaching, and you let yourself feel the fear because being up there in the air or trying out a new business idea always, always has a nugget of fear within it. Number two, being a trapeze artist means you have to take action. You're the woman in the arena, to paraphrase Teddy Roosevelt's famous speech. You aren't considered a trapeze artist if you only think about going up on that platform. Or you stay on the ground and draw pictures of what it's going to look like, or you write in your journal about how you'll feel when you're up on the platform or flying through the air. You have to take action to be a trapeze artist. In fact, you have to take one action after another. You have to have the courage to climb up the ladder. Now you're on the platform and next you have to jump. You have to leave that platform in order to grab a bar and swing. It's just action after action. And as we can all imagine, the very first time you jump, you'd be terrified, right? Everyone is like everything, it must get easier and more comfortable the more times you do it. So I want you to think about this from a business standpoint. You're starting a business. Once you've launched that first version of your business, you might have to let go of it to try out your second. And you'll have to learn to love flying through the air, that space in between the first bar and the second bar. And yes, the first time you do it, it's going to be scary. The first time you recognize that that idea you had isn't actually going to work, you're going to be incredibly disappointed. But like everything, the more times you do it, think of the trapeze artist, the more times you go from bar to bar and you're swinging in the air, so to speak, the easier it will be. Number three, you have to... Trust yourself implicitly. You are the one who is swinging. From a bar high above the ground, and therefore to be a trapeze artist, you have to have absolute faith in your own abilities. Same with starting a business. Part of my problem when I pivoted my coaching business was that I thought someone else had the magic, someone else had the secret, and they could tell me exactly how to successfully do it. I didn't spend enough time letting myself work out the details and listening to my own gut. Instead, I signed up for program after program. These are programs for coaches, and many of them are names that you probably know because everyone knows them, one after another. It wasn't, it maybe took me, I, I have to be honest, a couple of years before I finally realized that being one of a hundred or even several hundred wasn't going to help me with my own self-confidence nor was it going to build my own self-trust no one had the magic secret nobody had the the perfect idea because what was perfect for me was actually within me i had to learn that no one else was going to do this for me i needed to find my own self-confidence my own self-trust i needed to do it for myself think of the trapeze artist I needed to believe in my idea and create my business the way I saw it. No more large groups for me. I get the most out of a very small group of like-minded entrepreneurs, possibly led by a really powerful coach. And those are hard to find. So for the time being, I'm going to trust that I know what I want my business to be. And I want you to do the same thing. Now, number four, Trusting yourself, though, isn't a given. Trust is a muscle. I'm sure even the trapeze artists have to learn to build up their self-trust muscles. That space between the bars is really where you could question every decision and remember every little mistake you have ever made. That space between the bars can honestly knock out your self-confidence and your self-trust unless you work at it. Now, think, back to the trapeze artist. They're learning their craft. How many times do they fall to the net below? But do they give up? No, they climb the ladder and begin it again. You too. And sometimes you are going to fall to the net. The idea didn't work. No one bought your products or services. No one was on your webinar. You realized that you're getting entirely different clients from those that you targeted. Have faith, though, that you are on the right path. When you fall to that net, brush yourself off. Evaluate what you could do different. Maybe a different version of that business. Climb the ladder and grab the bar. And trust that you're onto an even better version of your business. It's like fine tuning something. Number five. Be open and flexible to different ways or different ideations of your business. It's so interesting to me that many of us, myself included, think that entrepreneurs who are successful were successful from the start. Of course, right? We, we only see the results of where they are today, and we all know certain names and certain people. It wasn't until I began to interview people for the Extraordinary Women magazine and this podcast that I started to see that the common thread through all of these very successful entrepreneurs was change, pivot, redirection, changed ideation that was running through every single one of their paths. So, if you do fall to the net, I want you to look at it as an opportunity. Falling to the net, you know, think of a trapeze artist falling to the net actually gives you the time you'll need to be curious or get curious so that you can analyze why the release and subsequent grab wasn't successful. Yet you will then have the time to poke around and observe other ways your business could be successful. Number six, start with something small and then begin to build it. The rookie trapeze artist begins with one bar and probably that platform is not that far off the ground, right? They practice by leaving the platform holding on to the bar so that their body learns what swinging in the air is like and gradually they build up to you know higher platforms, platform jumps to a bar, you know multiple bars, it's all a gradual process. You too start small remember when i talked at the very beginning about how the first version of your business is most likely not going to be the successful version much as you love that first version this is what often happens but that's all the more reason to start small you can then be more flexible to changing it and shifting it some of the entrepreneurs i've interviewed tell me that when they started their business They began working on weekends and nights while they kept their full-time jobs. Every entrepreneur told me that when they started, they wore all the hats their business needed. That's important to think about. You don't start with a team. You have to start doing it yourself. And it's very interesting because actually when you do that, you learn more about all of the different processes of your business. But what was key Or has been key for most of the people that I've interviewed is that they didn't put their financial security or their financial stability at risk until they had the confidence in the results of their business, that the business they had at that point was on the right track. And that takes time. So give yourself the time to practice. So think about that. If it is your first time out, And you climbed to a really high ladder to a platform way up in the air and you jumped? Well, of course you'd miss the bar, right? If that was it, though, do you think you'd keep being a trapeze artist on your bucket list? I don't know about you, but it would be off my list right away. Well, that is exactly why you want to start small when you start your business. I don't want you to give up. Finding the right business, communicating the right message, Targeting the right clients is like being on a treasure hunt. You'll hit some roadblocks. You'll go down a few wrong paths. But if you keep at it and you don't mortgage your financial security, you will find your treasure. And like the trapeze artist, you will slowly build your entrepreneurial self confidence, your entrepreneurial muscle, so to speak. You'll better understand how to do it and what your market wants. You'll begin to value that time in the air between the bars as you prepare for the next version of your business. And most important, you will learn to trust your own ideas and your own instincts. That, my dear friends, is your dream blueprint. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today. And if you liked our conversation, please give me a review Reviews matter immensely in podcasts and do come back for more. Now, let me ask you, how is your year going? Are you ready to do it different this year? Well, the Extraordinary Women Magazine Circle is just what you need if you are committed to making this the year that you get started on your dream, the business, the project, whatever it is. Yes, we always highlight two extraordinary women in every magazine issue. Now, they're not the famous or the celebrities, but real women like you, like me, who have stepped into their big dreams by creating something special. I say we are all extraordinary women who are doing what might be called ordinary things. But what makes you extraordinary is that you're working hard to make your dreams come true. You are taking the actions. Now, at the request of so many of our fabulous magazine subscribers, in our April issue, I added a whole lot more coaching tips into the magazine. I love, love, love that our subscribers tell us what they want. And their feedback was that I give them more of what they can apply and use in their own life and career. Now, as you know, I've been a coach for over 20 years, so this was fun for me. I added into the magazine some of my best actionable steps, strategies, and even exercises that you can use today as you create the life you want. I would love to hear your takeaways from these tips, tools, and exercises, so do subscribe. And if you're a woman ready to get moving on your big, audacious dream, go to ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com and join us. Thank you. Thank you again for your precious time today because your time is your most important resource in creating your dream life. Now, I'm currently in Paris, so I'll say "abiento." And to everyone back in the States, see you soon. Thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation and I hope you do too.